Welcome back to Thoughts, Feelings, Emotions presents The News. This is the podcast show where we cover weekly entertainment news and pop culture news hosted by two Daniels. But neither of us go by Daniel. I am the better Dan with my co-host Danny. Yep, that is the intro. Hello. Got a nice can of unpromoted product. Lovely, lovely. <sighs> what we talk about this week? Uh, Tetris in live action, AI heartbreak, and Facebook copies Twitter's dumb stuff. Why would anyone do that? Don't know, but Facebook's doing it. Yeah, f- f- fair enough. I mean, yeah. Also, how are you doing? We haven't spoke for a while. We spoke yesterday. I know, that was a joke. Yes, but podcast listeners don't understand jokes, so. Moving on. Let's go into a stream that movie news into my head, where we're talking about, yes, the Tetris official trailer with Tyron Egerton. Edgerton. Edgerton. Close enough. And this looks... No, you called him an egg. Ah, close enough. Uh, Well, this actually looks quite very serious, and I'm actually interested about it. Yeah, it's um, getting the rights to Tetris from Russia and bringing it to the global market. Yes. The most second most bought game ever after Minecraft. Yeah. Also, this is on Apple TV Plus, which means most people aren't going to watch it. Neither one of us is going to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Unless we pirate it. We would never pirate things. People sponsor us. Yeah, Apple, if you sponsor us, I'll turn it down. But yes, I'm not going to get paid by Apple. I've said way too much shit about Apple. <laughs> they will not pay me. Samsung can pay us and we can still pirate it. But hey, look, whatever. Yeah, so what do you think of this? I like it. I'm not going to watch it because it's on Apple. But hey, look, it looks interesting. There's still apparently like movies being developed for this. Because I think there's like a free movie deal for Tetris. So is At this some a, stage. Is this, is this a film or a TV show? I'm not sure. I think it's a movie. I would imagine it's a movie, not a TV so- show. Because I cannot find anything that explains what it is. Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah, it is a movie. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, probably looks more interesting than any Marvel stuff coming out. So. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I, I want to dig at Marvel. Talk about Marvel, you should go check out our Phase 5 predictions in last week's TBL. Mm. After this episode, of course. In casting news, Zach Galifianakis. Thank you. Joins live action Leo and Stitch film. Lilo and Stitch, not Lilo. Well, I don't know who that is anyway, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I always forget you don't have a childhood and you didn't watch any Disney movies. Oh, it's that thing. The weird blue yeah. monster thing. Yeah. How do you reckon they're going to do that in live action? Make another Sonic. Uh, maybe. Potential. Does have potential to become a Sonic. But then they fix Sonic and everyone loves Sonic. And then they have Ugly Sonic in the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. That is quite funny. Yeah. Also, I forgot to put that in our um, best of year roundup because I put that version in, but I completely forgot about the fact that there was a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So when I did our category of blue people, I added the ugly version of Sonic, but I didn't actually add Sonic. <laughs> I also forgot to add Halo to the uh, the video game section and to the most forgettable movie, so slash project. So well, yeah, like, well, to be fair, go listen to that. Listen how angry we you can be about those things. To be fair, I also forgot to put those things on. It's not just your fault. Yeah, like you were going to watch the Halo series. Oh, absolutely not. There's no chance. Or knew about the Halo series even to begin with. <laughs> true, true, true. I, I mean, I only knew about it from the podcast, if I'm honest. Same as all my news, really. I, I find out any of it from this podcast. Yep. Very informative, though. That's why everyone should watch it or listen to it. Yes. Moving on. Speaking of information. Yeah, moving on into uh, some Disney news. And Disney apparently rethinking their franchise output because people seem to be getting a bit too uh, overwhelmed with the number of Marvel and Star Wars projects coming out. Yeah, they're going to maybe curate stuff so that it has more time. 
we want the quality on the screen, but we have to look at what the cost, what they cost us in terms of multiple things. This also comes off of the back of them delaying the Marvels till November. Yes, to push it yeah, back a true. Bit. Um, I forget what films coming this year this t- timings again i don't know we just did it last episode but i don't remember i too don't remember we had ant-man and the wasp quantumania i watched it yesterday i will save my opinions on it till we do our review for tbo this week i'm guessing it was fine i will not say whether or not that is true or not i'm sure i'm gonna enjoy it i think you would uh the marvels is 2023 so yeah that's this year um we got Guardians, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and Craven the Hunter at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be coming out. Yeah. Who knows what's going on with that? Nobody knows. But yeah. So it's Ant-Man, Guardians, then Marvels, and if you count Spider-Verse, you got Spider-Verse. And then there's a fuck ton of TV shows. <laughs> so, yeah, I think... So what are they going to do now, then? Are they going to add just delay more things, you reckon? I mean, they're just going to debate how much they put out. <laughs> And whether or not they put it out as frequently. So they might still have all of the shows and stuff, but they might just not put them all out within the same year. Rather than releasing like 18 things in one phase in like the span of two years. So yeah, good. Slow down. This is also for Star Wars as well. (laughs) So everyone who was like burnt out on Star Wars because they kept pumping out Star Wars stuff. Also doing that for Star Wars, not just Marvel. I think the trouble with Star Wars is all just one big story. Well, the problem with Star Wars is they won't fucking leave the Skywalker saga time period. (laughs) No one wants that. No one keeps wanting the Skywalker Star Wars period. They want, like, Old Republic and past, like, future shit and past stuff. And they just don't want the same, like, 40 years span that they've all done. But then there's the diehard Star Wars fans who will not let Star Wars do anything other than that because they'll complain that it's too woke or stupid. It is a bit of a uh, cash 22. Mm. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But they have so much potential with it, but they can't fucking leave the thing. Because I thought, if you're going to do it, like The Mandalorian was a good thing, but it's stuck within the constraints of the Star Wars universe because it has to be set like five years after Empire. Also, let's be honest, Mandalorian is really meant to be Boba Fett. <laughs> yes. And then they went, oh shit, we already did that. And then we had to fucking create a new story that no one wanted and no one liked. Yeah, very true, very true. That, that was, yeah, they can't get away from those characters. As soon as Disney moves away from any of the pre-existing characters and makes new cool characters in time periods outside of Star Wars, it will get good again. <laughs> because no one will know what happens and no one will have opinions. <laughs> so... Like, uh, whatever. Yep. And, uh, yeah, as you talk about, Marvel's is getting delayed. Also, they released a new poster. Yep, it's three characters on a poster. Not your standard a billion faces on a poster, which is good. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about this poster. It's not really giving anything away. We know nothing about this movie other than there's body swap like location based things. There's no, like, villain reveal, which is good. I like the fact that we don't know anything about this. Yeah, yeah, might be good. Might be a decent show. Like, you just think about all the stuff, like, you learn and the amount of, like, things. I think they're just delaying it because I feel like as soon as it gets released, you're just going to have the whole discourse of Brie Larson being woke and whatnot come out the woodworks again. Like, people just getting angry for no real reason. And I think Disney probably wants to go, we'll shorten that lifespan so it doesn't get as much coverage. (laughs) Also, I think Marvel can just release a trailer, like, two months out without 
needing to release. That was the good thing about COVID. COVID kind of forced movie studios to not release trailers so far ahead. Because they couldn't predict when they were actually going to be... So you look at James Bond. James Bond had like 40 trailers. And they kept having to change the release date. And then they finally realized, okay, we've got a movie coming out. Until we're certain that we can release it, we're not going to put out a release date trailer. So it was just like... Makes okay, sense, cool. I think about it, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Who would have thought? But also, like, it didn't hurt Marvel. Like, they, they can't afford to just not release trailers. But hey, look, you got to spend billions and millions and money on trailers. Anyway, let's move on to uh, next topic. Live action How to Train Your Dragon movie is in the works. Yes. Have you watched the How to Train Your Dragon movies? Watched the first one many years ago. I, I enjoyed them. I don't think they're that great. <laughs> I think they, they're fine. They're DreamWorks. They're perfectly capable. Um, I mean, I don't think this needs a live action remake. I don't think anything needed a really live action remake except for um, Treasure Planet. But that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure DreamWorks will do the same thing Disney's doing and we'll get a live-action Shrek at some point. Oh, please not. I don't want that. I mean, I, I, we all know who can play, the who can be the actor for Shrek. No. Think back to Halloween. Yes, I know what you're referring <laughs> to. I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> that was, that I refuse to acknowledge that night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. How many live... How many How to Train Dragon, Dragon episodes or movies have been now? There's three movies and a f- bunch of spin-off TV shows. I think Let It for Die. For Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to be continuing the story. I think they'll just remake the first one again. But that seems stupid. Just, hey, how long ago was the first one? Let's see how long. Like a video game remake. 2010. How long is the life cycle? 2010. 13 years I mean, ago. It wasn't that long. Well, it would be like 2024 or something if it comes out, so... Be 14 years. 14 years. I mean, in nostalgia, that's a lifetime ago. People, like, there's 14-year-olds that will now be able to watch How to Train Your Dragon in live action based on the nostalgia of having watched How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, don't make me feel older than I need to be. I'm older than you. <laughs> Shush. Shush. <laughs> I'm before the 2000s. You're not. Oh, it's true. That is true. I feel like I'm... Like I can... I would have been 12. I would be the prime candidate for the nostalgia bait, but I hate nostalgia, so... Also, you missed one. Oh, also, yeah, and what about this side of things and DC? Uh, we got the first look at uh, the Lady Gaga in Joker for Folly... Folly Adieu. Folly Adieu, that's it. Thank you. I don't know how to pronounce French words. Neither do I, but I've heard it enough to know that that's how you say it. It is Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, this is meant to be and a And they're looking way. at each other. Yes. But yeah, the picture is them just looking at each other. And she looks crazy. And he looks sad. And they're probably scream singing into each other's faces, going, ah! Yeah, it's a bit, you know, this whole. It feels weird to me how there's a sequel to the first Joker. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It made a billion dollars off a budget of like 56 million. So it's the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time. And also, it's the most beloved supervillain character ever. And it was an, a perfectly acceptable movie, which means everyone loved it because <laughs> it was pretty standard. It's why Avatar's doing well. <laughs> Anything average does well. And I, I'm saying that about Marvel movies. <laughs> just, to, just to be clear, I am saying Marvel movies do well because they are average. There are some good ones that do better. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he's right. Avatar was absolutely awful. That, that, but people that, watched. Avatar wasn't wasn't average. It was below average. It it's consumable. Is People it? watch it because it's perfectly acceptable. Would you ever we watch it? We hate again? no. 
Knowing what you know about what it what it is before watching it, would you have watched it? I'm not saying that. I, no, this is me personally. I'm saying that the reason why Avatar Two is succeeding is because it's average at best. But I don't like it because it's worse than what I think it is. I think it's worse than average, but the average person looks at it and goes, oh, that's pretty average, and then goes, watches it, because it's not terrible to them. So, I, I, I yeah, maybe, maybe you're right, but I still think it's worse than average. To us, it's a god-awful movie, but to the average person who doesn't know movies, it's a godsend above an average movie, because it looks pretty. I don't even think it looks that pretty. I've watched behind the scenes stuff and it's very impressive all the tech behind it, but I still think the story drags that fucking movie down to a ditch and it sucks because the visual effects are so much better. But I also don't mind bad visual effects with a good story plot. <laughs> so I think story is the most important thing. Visual effects enhance it. If your story's dog shit, the visuals can't do much. <laughs> yeah. But the average person doesn't care. <laughs> Anyway, let's go anyway. on to the weird, wacky, wonderful, where there's an unspeakable botch, apparently, where Spain sends 258 million euros on trains that are too big for its tunnels. Big girthy boys, Dan. The big girthy ones, yeah. So the 31 commuter trains were ordered by Renfe in 2020. They were set to replace the aging fleet in the poorly connected northern autonomous regions of Austria and Canterbury. Can- Canterbury? Um... Uh... Yeah, and then they just kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more or less. Uh, after granting the manufacturer a contract to CAF, Renfrew says it provided measurements based on the infrastructure spe- specifications provided by AADIF. CFA later warned that the specifications may not be correct. Built in the 19th century, the region's railway network crosses a mountainous landscape. It has varying tunnel sizes that do not adhere to the standardized modern dimensions. So far, two senior officials have been dismissed. <laughs> So yeah, they basically just didn't check every single tunnel <laughs> because they had a standardized thing, but there were old tunnels that weren't standardized. And so they spent a lot of money on trains that no longer fit. So they're probably going to have to spend a lot of money to make the trains go through the tunnels by widening the tunnels. Or they can't because they're protected or something. Yeah, yeah, true. So that's just funny that Spain just spent a lot of money on something that they can't use. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll have to make a station at those tunnels and just go, well, time to go back. <laughs> This train can't go through the tunnel. Oh, my mind's drawn a blank. So let's go to the next section of We've Lost the Controller of the Newser, where five Lords of Rings games are launching in the next 24 months. How do you butcher Lord of the Rings? You go Lords of the Rings. I don't know. I, life. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we got a Gollum game coming out, which looks creepy and weird. But, <laughs> I mean, it looks fine. Uh, Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Lord of the Rings? I know you don't. <laughs> It's not that I don't like it, I just not watched it. You need to just binge watch them back to back and spend nine hours of your life. Yeah, but you know, I've got, I've, you know, I've got other things I'd rather be doing. Mm, sure. What do you mean, sure? Sure. Alright. <laughs> what do you want me to say? No, you don't. Yes, you do. You <laughs> said you... <laughs> what do you want from me? Oh, no, don't you know. don't have things going on in I don't in know, maybe life. a conversation. You know, That's why I said Sure. <laughs> But yeah, we got uh, Lords of the Ring Gollum of, from Dalek, the Lords of the Ring Return to Moria from Free Range Games, EA's mobile game, the Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-earth, and Weta's new title with GTA Company Take-Two. So we got five Lord of the Rings games coming. Yeah, once again, I don't really care. <laughs> Lord of the Rings games. Uh... I mean, I'm not going to play the mobile one. I'll probably play the one that's made by Take-Two. Is that like a story-based game, right? Where you make decisions and that? That one we don't know much about. 
Right. But I imagine it's probably story based. I really enjoyed the um Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games. Their their combat system was fucking great. That nemesis system where if you kill a guy, he comes back and tries to hunt you down even more and he gets less immune uh immunities or more immunities, so he becomes harder and harder to kill. And I had to stop playing because I basically bullied one guy so much that he became impossible to kill. <laughs> And he kept trying to hunt me down and kill me. So I was just like, I can't win this. I basically made him immune to everything. Except for like just really precise timing stabbings. And I'm not good at that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. So, so what, what would you say camp, that combat style is similar to? Arkham. Ah, okay. I do love Arkham. Song. It's an Arkham Assassin's Creed combat system i love that system. and then well that's the fighting system the nemesis system is a completely different thing which is just the when you kill a guy or if they escape or kill you they become stronger and they rank up in the system of level of hierarchy and they remember who you are and what you cause things and then they just come and hunt you down if you piss them off too much it was really fun i really enjoyed them i also have like a 200 pound statue because i bought the collector's edition for the second game ah okay yeah yeah and then i barely played it because it had loads of microtransactions and then they got rid of them all well talking about things dropping off multiverses do you remember the game water brothers brought out well it's had a 99 percent player drop yeah also they're adding rick from rick and morty to the game perfect timing <laughs> Yeah, this bring all game, those uh... people back. I mean, I didn't play it. I was gonna give it a go, and then I just never downloaded it. I played it. It was fine. That was it. I, I don't think much more of it. I just don't really care about Warner Brothers properties. It was like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. They embraced the meme of super powered Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. They also had Velma uh, arresting people with the cops. And then that whole controversy where I arrested a black guy and everyone got really mad. Yeah, also don't talk about Velma with the new TV show coming out. Or came out. Oh yeah, no, people hate that show. Yeah, people just We didn't really cover that. that. I mean, it's not good. I've, I've seen clips of it. Like, the, the way they cure a panic attack is to just have Daphne kiss Velma. <laughs> yeah, I also think the whole problem with it is that they try to make it about Scooby-Doo and it's got nothing to do with Scooby-Doo. Apart also, from apparently, names. from what I've seen, it just basically shits on every single thing, like, that's a trope, and it doesn't make it funny, it just constantly references, like, bad tropes and goes, we're calling it out whilst doing the same thing. Yeah, basically. Meta jokes. Very meany, like, just rude way of doing it. Also, yeah. Also, it's, same for, it's like an adult Scooby-Doo show. It is meant to be, and but also, it's still stupid. <laughs> also, apparently... Like, the opening to it is a shower scene with teenagers. Teenage girls in a shower. <laughs> and it's yep. meant to be like, oh, yeah, this is edgy and cool. We're showing pixelated tits or covered in soapy te- teenagers. Teenage girls, underage girls. Yeah, this is this is edgy. I don't... Yeah, wow, cool. <laughs> what a weird show. I'm glad HBO isn't over here, so I don't have to watch it. I'm never watching that. If if it comes over here, I'm still never watching it. it looks oh yeah, so I bad. wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it even if someone paid me. Actually, no, depending on how much they paid me, I've watched worse television. CD Speaking Project- of not safe for work, though. Yeah, that's true. CD Project Red explains how Witcher Three NSFW mod st- snuck into its remaster. Yeah, so if you don't know, CD Project Red is remastering the first one of the Witcher games. And so they, I think they've paid like 
people who have modded the previous game to pay for their code so that they can implement it into the new remaster, which is a nice thing to do. But apparently one of the things, uh, part of one of the creator's codes was a uh, modification for anatomically correct female genital characters. Well, anatomically correct genitals for female characters. Right. And so people were like, oh, cool. <laughs> people also thought it was like a ripoff of another mod that someone had made, but it turned out it was for a, a different mod that used code of that mod, but they'd also agreed that they could use that mod, but people were just mad. Also, people were mad that they took it out. Of course they were. <laughs> it's just funny because you can get like really realistic vaginas on women in the game. Is that funny? It's funny that people are upset about it being in or not in the game. That is stupid. Why Why would you be upset about that? Because video games are people's life, Dan. True, true, true. That, that is the world we live in now, where people do get upset when their video game changes. Or doesn't comment on socio-political things outside of the video game it was intended to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Very... Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um... Blizzard... Moving on, sorry. I'm uh, moving on. Activision Blizzard is planning to end full remote work. Yeah, and people are not happy at Activision. <laughs> Who would have thought? People... Even though they're trying to get bought by Microsoft, they're still doing shady stuff. Yep. Uh, they basically went, oh, yeah, if you don't come back to work, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> and it's tied into your bonuses and stuff like that. And they're basically, I feel like they're trying to do a culling because because you think that they've hired a lot of people and because of the work from home thing they can hire more people to get the job done but when you force people back to the office those people who live hundreds and hundreds of miles away and don't need to go to the office can't go there so they have to lose their job because they can't go to the office because they were hired under the pretext that they didn't have to go to the office yeah i think working from home has probably benefited the video game industry maybe more than anything else because oh yeah definitely people used to be sleeping in the cars and stuff just to get jobs also you you have to move to a city and then spend hours in traffic trying to get to an office building for like you spend about three to two, like three hours a day, just commuting to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In some cases, I know not everyone, but like, you, and you have to build your life around going to work. You have to work at. You have to live close to where you work. You have to like. You can't just live in a country where the cost is also in an economic crisis that we're in. Like people were saving a lot of money not having to go to work. <laughs> And now all that money that they were saving not having to go to work would be just out of the question. And they're not getting compensated for that. They're not getting a pay rise. They're just basically losing, say, £200 or $200 a month in petrol and fuel. That's at the bare minimum. Yeah. And hours of their life. And it's just like, nah, we're going to, we're just going to force everyone back to the office. (laughs) Kind of like Twitter. (laughs) Just like, if you don't want to work here, you have to come, you can't not come to the office. Yeah, don't follow Twitter's rules. I mean, Twitter are not a role model here. Yeah. and So they're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah, probably. But maybe that will help with Microsoft. I don't know. Maybe they want to get rid of some anyway. And talking about Microsoft, Microsoft admits Xbox Game Pass cannibalizes game sales. Shocking, isn't it? Who would have thought? Giving. But yeah, uh, this came out because of the UK regulators uh, thing. Xbox has like, kind of just basically admitted in, a, uh, in their findings that when a game goes on to Game Pass, 
the game sales drastically drop for pre-purchasing and stuff like that. So they've kind of admitted that, yes, putting a game on Game Pass does cannibalize the actual sales of a game. Yes, Microsoft compensates them and all of that. And it it does bring it to a wider audience. I do admit that Game Pass is a good feature, but to bring an entire game like Call of Duty (laughs) to cannibalize that's game sales for everything. Hmm kind of like you're kind of putting one big thing that would bring a lot of people and take a lot of game sales from another competitor away right yeah (laughs) but yeah it's just funny that it's just i mean xbox does admit it and i think xbox did come out and refute some of the things that were spoken about like oh yeah no but we do compensate and we do work on each individual developer and how it how much we need to compensate them and all of that which is fine but just don't do it for call of duty you just don't need i think you just don't need activision well our call of duty days are over anyway to be honest wouldn't you say um i'll occasionally dip my toes in i don't enjoy it much okay i would say mine's definitely over oh yeah yours probably i don't know oh i'm not paying for them when they're full price i've just done i've stopped doing that because I, I'm not spending 60 quid or 70 quid now or whatever it is for a game that lasts a year and then I never really play it during that year. And by the time I even buy the game, all the people I know have switched to the new game. So I'm just like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not I'm not rushing into buying COD. I yeah, mean, I this is why it. I'm like, I, yeah, who knows? Yes. And anyway, Dennis, go- time for a new segment. Yeah, yeah a new section of... AI don't care mm. because AIs don't care about us, and we don't care about AI. But it's the big new thing. Yet it's hurting like hell. Apparently, an AI companion users are in crisis, sporting a sudden sexual rejection. Yeah. So there's an app. There's an AI generated like user interfaced app uh, called Replica. Um, the AI companion who cares. So, which has undergone some abrupt changes to its erotic roleplay features, leaving many users confused and heartbroken. Users of AI companion chatbot Replica are reporting that it has stopped responding to their sexual advances and people are in crisis. Moderators of the Replica subreddit made a post about the issues that contain suicide prevention resources and the company that owns the app has remained silent on the subject. (laughs) So damn, people are very upset. They're going to kill themselves over a little AI robot not talking to them. (laughs) I think go aside and actually talk to people would be the biggest solution here. So, yeah. Um, so, the, the basically, uh, it was it was because there's no age verification on it and it's children are using the app or can use the app because there's no, like, thing. And also, this is an app that's basically just a companion app, but you can pay to get, like, the erotic um, thing, but the code also leaks into the uh, base version of it. So you can kind of do some things without paying. Uh, so yeah, then uh, the Italian Data Protection Authority basically st- stepped in uh, and basically put a foot down. And then uh, they changed some code in it. And now the AIs are not doing the sexy talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, they kind of And up. people are very upset. This is kind of funny. It's like losing a best friend, one user replied. It's hurting like hell. I just had a loving last conversation with my replica and I'm literally crying, wrote another user. 
That's so sad. It is really sad. But what is people's yeah. lives? How are you getting into a loving relationship with an AI? It's probably a lot of people who are socially anxious and awkward and have yeah, hard time performing. Why the fuck would I use this? I don't know. You're socially awkward. I can talk to people. I just don't. <laughs> I don't like talking to people. I'd hate a robot. Also, I have Alexa and OK Google and Bixby and all the other... Nope. Shut up, Google. Thank you, Google. You're a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful creation that I love dearly. Clearly, clearly. <sighs> uh, replicas sexually charged conversations are part of a seventy dollars uh, per year paid tier, and its ad ads portrayed users as being lonely or unable to form connections in the real world that imply that they find sexual fulfillment they should pay to access erotic roleplay or spicy selfies from the app. Wow, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> They knew what their target audience was. Um, but yeah, I mean, sucks that your robot AI girlfriend... There was another guy who built like a an AI-powered like chatbot girlfriend thing, but had a real-life girlfriend. And then apparently the real-life girlfriend forced him to kill the AI chatbot. And then like a week later, <laughs> he was like, I'm back on the project. And then everyone was like, what happened to the your real-life girlfriend? And then he never mentioned anything. <laughs> <laughs> so people are like if, like I don't even believe the real life girlfriend was real maybe not but like, maybe I don't know but forget AI chatbots Dan you can form a loving relationship with the McDonald's menu <laughs> yeah I was just reading on this I, what are this talking about an AI drive through for McDonald's so you know how there's an actual person behind the drive through speaker yes yeah Try imagining talking to an Alexa, but to order your food, and it doesn't understand you because you're several meters away in a car from a microphone in the real world, whilst all the cars behind you have their engines on, and there's birds, and there's things. And people have accents and dialects. Yes. And also, it's adding stuff to a menu that you don't want, <laughs> and potentially charging you. And it just doesn't understand you saying no, and it doesn't understand you trying to take stuff off, and it doesn't understand you. So people are having a fun time, and McDonald's didn't put any sort of consideration into this. They just beta tested this in real life. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, and AI. So people, Let's try it. Oh, ah, yeah. yes, it didn't, didn't quite work. AI is the new big thing. Everyone loves it. Chatbot, GPT, and all that nonsense. Um, so yeah, people are posting videos of the hilarity of trying to get an AI McDonald's order um so yeah reportedly missed its goal of 90 percent, 95 percent of order accuracy by over 10 percent oh wow only 85 percent order accuracy that's pretty bad not even that <laughs> but yeah um so yeah can just they're just trying to kill as many jobs as they can why pay a human when you get an ai to do it an ai to do it doesn't do it because the job is human yeah and causes horrible delays and people just being angry and frustrated and the AI going I don't understand please take your food just add add more stuff to the menu I you wanted all of the menu on McDonald's yeah you wanted a hundred cheeseburgers a hundred iced teas a hundred chicken McNuggets all of these fresh happy meals every single flavour of ice cream I'm gonna charge you now bye bye <laughs> Yeah, although to be honest, I could do with an ice cream right now. Good for you. Mmm, McFlurry. I do like uh, a McFlurry. But yeah, so hopefully... I never really use drive throughs though. 
I don't no, like. I mean, the... I, I actually like a social interaction, you know, of the display. Oh no, I don't. I just like going into the building and using the little touchpad thing. I don't need to talk to anyone. Also, I can just use my phone because you have the McDonald's app. You can just do it on that, and then you just go. You don't need to actually drive through. It's all just there when you get there. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. That's very true. Much easier. Yeah. Anyway. Let's go into tech time and science shenanigans, where a Glasgow scientist launches a tea cake into space. I uh, figured you'd like this. You yes, like I space. mean, I do love a tea cake, uh, and I love space, so... And I, I, you love Glasgow. Do I? Do I like I Glasgow? Why do you not like Glasgow? I don't know. Do you I, hate the Scottish, Dan, as a proud I, Brit? Like, all British people must hate the Scottish? I do not hate the Scottish. I am stopping this now. Just because I'm English, I don't have to hate the Scottish. Well, then you've redacted your English heritage. Welsh, however. <laughs> no, I like the Welsh. Joking. I was joking. It's just jokes. It's a joke. They have the best accent. French, however. <laughs> also, Christian Bale's Welsh. Is he? Yes. I... Did you not know? Uh, he's that in... cannot he's... be true. Christian Bale is Welsh. <laughs> I don't believe you. Why do you not believe me? He's Welsh. He just doesn't have the accent because he's a trained actor. This is an English actor. Yeah, but he's from Wales because England, they don't understand fucking anything about England, do they? Uh, maybe not. Why do I keep typing in Christmas, not Christian? <laughs> yeah, he was born in Wales. You are right. So Ta-da! Oh, no, he's born in Wales, but he has English parents. Yeah, but he's Welsh because he's born in Wales. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. If I'm honest, I didn't Anthony know Anthony Hopkins is also Welsh. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is also Welsh. You got Odin and Batman, who are Welsh. It's in Pembrokeshire, apparently, where he was born. Hmm. It's very Welsh. Most people don't even know Christian Bale is English. Yeah, like I don't know British. that. <laughs> How do you not know? He's got a very good American accent. He does, exactly. I've not seen him do anything but English. But him, Henry Cavill, and Spider-Man are all English, and they all play American superheroes. <laughs> the Brits just do a better job. It has to be that, right? It's just English actors are better. It's because English people can do the American accent, but Americans can't do the English accent well. Yeah, Oscar Isaac tried. I like his stupid little London accent. It's really hard to do an English accent because I think there's so many different dialects. There are so many different American accents. <laughs> that is true, but you can do a generic American accent. And it will, and it yeah, will... you can't do a generic British accent. It's hard to. Even I like can't do a generic one. British accent, and I'm generic British. <laughs> I get called an American. I don't even try. Yeah. <laughs> that's how easy it is to do an American accent. Yeah, yeah. That's going incredible. Though. I don't know that. Uh, Biden says three flying objects were likely tied to private companies, recreation Re or research. Not spy drones. So, so remember the balloons? Yeah. Yeah. They might have shot down some hobby club's missing balloon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ah, As a spy balloon. Yeah. Also, they spent shot missiles at them, not just bullets, like a proper missile. <laughs> but yeah, this is like that balloon that I missed last week that everyone was talking about. Yeah, it's uh, big news. Might not have even been Chinese. <laughs> might have. They shot down a lot of like floating surveillance things, but they might not even been spy things. They might have just been weather balloons and all of that. <laughs> it's always a weather balloon when a UFO gets identified. <laughs> yeah. Remember Roswell. Yeah. It was a weather balloon. Why have we suddenly brought back a lot of weather balloons? I don't really know. I'm a bit confused about everything right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, the world's a mystery. But yeah, uh, the, the, the hobby clubs 
uh, missing weather balloon seemed to go offline around the same location and the same time that the Americans shot down that big old balloon that they were worried about. So, hmm, who knows? And the American government just refuses to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Um, let's move on back to AI again. Uh, and apparently Bing is now using chat GPT and it has a it misinformation problem. Yeah, it's um, basically just stripping text and things and making up statistics. And it does not care. <laughs> Which, <laughs> for a search function, you kind of want it to be giving you the correct information and relevant. But it just kind of strips stuff. So it often made up its own information, such as making up fake pros and cons for a pet vacuum, writing made-up descriptions of bars and restaurants, and reporting unfactual financial data in its reports. Basically, what uh, Bing was trying to do was give you a tab to the side, which summarized articles and things to give you, like, if you type in, give me the best reviews for dogs or dog products or something, it will give you a list of dog product-related things. But it just made, makes up statistics <laughs> and makes up fake things. Because that's what AI does. It uses other data and fits it best to your question. Doesn't actually question facts and anything like that. So here's a, here's a review for a Bissell Pet Hair Eraser handheld vacuum. In the list, it wrote limited suction power and a short cord length of 16 feet for a handheld wireless vacuum. <laughs> Has a cord length of 16 feet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The vacuum is cordless and no product description online <laughs> mentioned its limits of suction power. In another example, Bing was asked to summarize Gap's Q3 uh, 2022 financial report and got most of the numbers wrong. <laughs> Just made up the statistics of the quarter gaps quarter free results i'm sure gaps very happy about that yeah, yeah. that's pretty bad that's pretty bad really it but just, mind it, you it's bing so what do people expect well no because this is the thing because microsoft pushed it out google's doing the same thing they're both fighting to make and google had the same problem google's stupid ai project did the exact same thing on its launch debut after microsoft launched this it just makes up statistics because they're not used for that <laughs> they're they're you the the way the ai works is it's based on creating the topic that you like curating stuff to make the answer to your question not based on facts or anything it's just trying to create the perfect answer to what you ask <laughs> it's not trying to use facts or anything they don't have that integration <laughs> So it just makes up stuff. Also, it just steals stuff. I don't like AI. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think it makes sense for an AI to be part of a search engine. Not really, anyway. Maybe a mm. Google Assistant, but maybe not so much a search engine. Well, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to integrate it into those things to make them more personalized. But they haven't got a... They're, they're putting... They're beta testing it live. They're not doing internal beta testing. What could go wrong? What could go to. wrong with just... Well, speaking of things going wrong about just beta testing everything live, Twitter and nonsense. Yeah, apparently Facebook and Instagram are now testing you, se testing selling you blue ticks for $12 a month. Ding, ding! Why? Why are people doing this? Because Facebook's losing billions and billions of dollars on the metaverse and needs to recoup some of that loss with famous people not paying for ticks and sad people on the internet paying for ticks. 
Yeah, it's really stupid. I mean, I think like, oh yeah, look at this. I got fame. I got blue tick, but I have ten followers. I've got a blue tick though. Also, uh, Twitter's putting the two-factor authentication uh, for text messages behind the paywall. <laughs> so if you want your two-factor authentication, you have to pay for Twitter Blue. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> They're making their website less secure unless you pay to make the webs. People are just gonna leave. I don't get it. Eventually. I mean yeah. I mean I'm glad. I'm glad this is the demise of these websites is their own hubris at what they had. But yeah, that that's the news. Yeah, that was, well, it's sad and depressing everyone... like always. Huh? Sad and depressing like always. Yeah, more or less. I mean, my mind is kind of gone for some reason. I don't know why. Mhm. <laughs> it's pretty empty right now. Um but yeah, let's let's go on to recommend do recommend don't anything you would recommend you've done this week. Uh, I finally watched episode two of Last of Us. Still not invested. <laughs> I still don't like Ellie. <laughs> um, it's fine. Uh, I'll give you. my full thoughts when I. Yes, I'm gonna watch episode three at some point. I know you want me to watch that one, and I will watch it. But I still don't think I'm gonna like it. <laughs> it's it's the one that's like kind of not really Last of Us. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, but I will watch it eventually. I reckon you will hate it because I don't think I'll hate it. <laughs> no, I, I don't hate anything. You hate everything. No, I don't. I like The Last of Us. <laughs> you like uh, you hate everything about this TV show. Yeah, it's not The Last of Us. <laughs> it's Last of Us Light, which I'm not a fan of. But I'll give our full thoughts when the actual whole show's out, and I can compare it, and we can do our in-depth discussion. Um, I don't recommend uh, You People, which was the Netflix movie starring Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy and Louis Dreyfus or whatever. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I finally finished watching it after like three days, four days, like a whole week of just putting it off and not watching it, the rest of it. Um, it's fine. It's uh, political, like a Jew and a black woman get married or getting married and the families interacting and how like black people and white people interact and all of that i mean it's it's an interesting depth i just didn't find the movie that interesting because it, it puts you in a weird awkward situation where you're just listening to the most horrendous shit and you're like this is commentary right or are they just trying to m make these people say this stuff I don't know. It, it's not doing great on uh, like review websites, but I thought it was fine. And would you recommend that, man? Um, if you like the MCU, yes. If you don't like the MCU, no. It's more enough, of the same. Enough. And I've done nothing. Well, I've not watched anything this week, so I'm gonna like to recommend. Great. You, <laughs> uh, so you thank played you. anything? Have I played anything? A uh, bit more Returnal. I've played, and it's very difficult because every time you die, you go back to the beginning. Unless there's a way to not do that, and I've not found that way not to do that yet. So the bosses are quite tough. Yeah, but it's a good, good. game though. It's quite fun. It's very fun, in interesting. It's just a bit annoying, and uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. So thank you very much for listening. If you did enjoy this, please leave a review, and you can DM us at Twitter if you like. I don't know why you want to do that because Twitter's dying, and we're not paying for a blue tick. Yeah, and go check out last week's TBO on Marvel Phase Five predictions, and next week we'll be doing our Ant Man TBO as well. Yes. Anything else you want to add to that? Have a nice day. Have a nice day. That's that's a good way to end it. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.